Hi there. Welcome to Laughter and Libations. I'm Shanil, and this is podcast episode number 65. This episode is Laughing Matters. It's the end of the month episode for June. This is when I like to celebrate, mix up the libation of the month, rant about random things that I find funny, and wrap up with answers to questions received throughout the month from listeners like you. How does it feel to wake up and realize you're at the middle of the year? This is the halfway point. And before you even think about the remainder of the year, I want you to stop right where you are and celebrate being here, wherever here is. Celebrate being you. Celebrate you as you are right now, right here. This particular time in this space is yours to command. What is something that you can celebrate about yourself right now? It can be anything at all, as long as it's you celebrating you. And let me say this. I'm not necessarily talking about accomplishments. I think we're wired to think about our accomplishments a lot. We really get into celebrating accomplishments, graduations, promotions, awards. You know the kinds of things I mean. You can celebrate those things. There's nothing wrong with that. This is just a reminder that you are not those accomplishments. Those accomplishments are what you did. You passed the test. You graduated. You were promoted. You earned an award. You can celebrate those things. You can also celebrate who you are in this moment. What comes to you in this moment? I'm celebrating feeling peaceful. just like that, it's summer. It's heating up in Atlanta. We're finally hitting those 90s. So the libation of the month is another spritzer. It is an Italicus spritzer. And for the record, I know that most people, perhaps even everyone, says spritz and not spritzer. I don't care. I like to call these libations spritzers. It's fun. And so that explains that. I was feeling a bit adventurous and still wanted something light and fizzy to enjoy in this heat. Last month we did the Limoncello Spritzer and today it's the Italicus Spritzer. I didn't go looking for the Italicus. It found me. I was looking for the lemon liqueur and instead... The pretty turquoise bottle drew me in. I had to have it. I had to know what it was. It happens. And when I read the information about it online, I was intrigued. It said that it has lavender and rose notes, um, scent, the scent, and has a light citrus flavor. And you know how I love citrus. Plus, There's the added twist. The recipe calls for olives, which I don't really tend to like. Nevertheless, 
I'm willing to try with this libation. Just like last month's libation, you don't need a shaker, you don't need a mixing glass, you can use your favorite glass. I'm using one of my large wine glasses because that's the way I like it. Let's get to it. The website says that you only need three ingredients. You need the italicus, you need Prosecco, and three green olives. That's it. Three simple ingredients. It's even easier than last month's libation. Let's see if it lives up to it. <laughs> the recipe calls for equal parts of the italicus and the Prosecco. I am using two ounces of the italicus and two ounces of Prosecco, and of course, we'll garnish with the olives. Let's do it. I've got my wine glass all ready. I'm adding ice. I'm adding the two ounces of italicus. It's clear, there's no color even though the bottle is turquoise and beautiful. Well, you know what? It's not totally clear. It does have a slight, yes, it has a slight, a very slight yellow tint to it. If I didn't know better, I'd think it's wine. And now I'm pouring about two ounces of Prosecco. Love those bubbles, love that sound. And then it's time to prepare your olives. I have green olives as suggested. I suppose you can do what you want. As I said, I'm not a big fan of olives, but I'm going for it. So let me taste these. Mm. Oh my goodness. Wow. When, wow, they're so salty. I tried to choose something that wasn't too salty, but I failed. According to my reading, the salt is good with this. It's supposed to balance it out. We're gonna see in just one moment. You're supposed to take three green olives. Ooh, one minute. And skewered them using a cocktail pick and if you don't have that, use what you have. Use a toothpick if you have to. It won't look as pretty. However, it will do the job. And that's what we want here. I'm adding my three olives. Now for the taste. I've got to say right off, this is good. It's really good. You know I like it light, it is that. You know I don't like anything that's too sweet, it is not that. It is just right. And all that fizz, the bubbles, makes it lovely. I'm just not sure about these olives. I'm gonna have to dig, hold on. Okay. <laughs> I 
can't get the olive. Okay. All right, I've got it. Let me taste this olive with this and see what I think. Okay. I can kind of see what they mean about balancing the flavors. I still can't say I'm a big fan of olives. However, with this libation, I'll do it. I'll do it. Definitely. I'm very interested in hearing what you have to say about this one. Try it and let me know. And of course, if you've got some suggestions on how to improve it, I'd love to hear about it. Cheers. You've heard me talk about experiences related to health and wellness in the past. So it's probably not surprising that many of my rants relate to these areas. I have three rants this month, and yes, they all relate to health and wellness in some way, directly or indirectly. A lot has happened during the past four weeks. I've been in way too many doctor's offices. It's definitely been more than planned. I believe in preventive care when it's done right. You know that all healthcare isn't the same. Healthcare isn't equal for all, like so many other things. It should be, yet in 2023, it still isn't. When it comes to healthcare, I do research. I try to learn from others' experiences. I definitely learn from my own experiences. I use my intuition, I pray, I make my needs known to the universe and ask to be guided to healthcare approaches and professionals that are best for me. I strive for clarity to know when it's time to try something else or when it's time to go elsewhere because the relationship between me and a doctor isn't working. That's the lesson right there. Know what works for you and know what doesn't. Know when to move on. This applies to your health care as well as other areas of your life. That's the self-awareness piece that I'm always talking about. It really applies to everything. Now. Let's go all the way back to the beginning of the month. I went to the dentist. <laughs> okay, I know you're laughing already because you've heard the past experiences. You know that anytime I go to the dentist, anything can happen. And I mean anything. <laughs> I went in for my regular cleaning. I felt really good about it. I'd been doing my normal routine, brushing, flossing, brushing again, and using the water pig. What could go wrong? What could be found that wasn't pristine? Well, I forgot about the x-rays. X-rays are done, and I'm sitting there. I can tell. Something is wrong by the way the dental hygienist walks back in. 
It's just the energy in the air and being asked if I'd had any pain on my upper right side. I laugh and answer no. Then I'm asked if I drink sodas, juices, and such. I think soda almost never. Juice only if I make it at home. I think about all the things I do drink, water, smoothies, tea, coffee, wine, and all kinds of spirits. My thoughts take a trip elsewhere. Meanwhile, I laugh out loud at the idea of me drinking a bunch of sugar and answer no. All through the cleaning process, I'm thinking about how crazy it will be if I learn that I have a cavity or some other dental or gum ailment. My dental adventures have been something else. I've done everything I know to do to maintain healthy teeth and gums. When the dental hygienist comments on how good my teeth look and specifically says there's very little plaque buildup, I'm feeling pretty good. You know it doesn't last. (laughs) The dentist walks in looks at the x-rays, and says something like, I see a couple of small shadows on your upper right, and I can't tell you exactly what was said after that because I was in my own head having a conversation with myself. It's a little like, I can't believe this is happening. What in the world? No, no, I'm not going through another procedure or paying crazy amounts of money to get anything fixed. No shots, no drilling, no bleeding. No, just no. The dentist is in my mouth at this point, looking, poking, calling out teeth numbers, whatever. I don't care. I'm in shock. (laughs) Eventually, the dentist asks me if I have any questions and if I understand. It takes everything in me to stay seated and not scream. (laughs) All I can do is shake my head no and say, no, I don't understand at all. I'm so frustrated. For at least five minutes, I talk about the care and attention I've given my teeth and gums. I express my frustration and absolute dissatisfaction with the situation. I share how it seems like my efforts are fruitless and don't even matter. And I want an explanation for how this could possibly happen. I know the two of them were thinking about the next patient and the rest of the day. There may have even been worried looks because I'm talking nonstop and standing up looking at the x-rays. The dentist shows me the shadows, aka cavities, and emphasizes that they are tiny and how it's good that we've caught them a spiral. I can only comprehend every few words. It sounds like cavities, blah, 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 tiny, blah, 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 nothing you're doing wrong, certain types of saliva, blah, 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 tooth decay, gum disease, blah, and you can have your saliva tested. Saliva tested? Everything stops for me. I can have my saliva tested? (laughs) I know it's time to call it. There's simply no room left for receiving additional information. I tap out, proceed to the checkout desk, and pay my money. 
two appointments later, I have five new tiny fillings. Yes, I said five. It's crazy. I know. I don't know what's happening. I have replaced my old floss with Glide Pro Health Deep Clean Floss and Cool Mint. I brush with a prescription strength fluoride anti-cavity toothpaste at least once a day. What else could I do? What's the lesson here? I don't know. Keep taking care of your teeth and know that it may not make any difference at all? (laughs) I'm not giving up though. I'm still committed to my regimen. If you have tips, let me know. Tell me the secret. (laughs) So that's enough on the teeth. Have you ever had a stress test done? I've heard it called a cardiac stress test or stress exercise test. It's done for many reasons. I've already said I'm big on preventive care. I had a baseline test done some years ago, again, about five years ago, and it was time to do it again. And just in case you don't know, a stress test shows how the heart works and can show how blood flows during physical activity. In other words, it can show how everything related to your heart and blood flow is working when you're working out or doing strenuous activities. The test can be conducted different ways. In my case, I walked on a treadmill. This appointment was scheduled six months ago. It included a stress test, blood work, and other tests that I need. I knew it would be a longer visit. It's still a routine visit for me, though, and I know what to expect. This is why I was surprised to find myself feeling quite anxious about it the night before and even the morning of the appointment. I typically do experience some level of anxiety prior to medical visits, but I just wasn't expecting that this time. I thought I was prepared. In fact, I was looking forward to seeing the results of these tests because I've been exercising regularly and eating cleaner and all of that. I didn't even think I'd feel anxious at all. What I found funny is feeling stressed about a stress test. (laughs) It even sounds funny when I say it out loud. Does this happen to you? Do you feel anxious before a medical appointment? If you do, what do you do to relieve the anxiety? Do you ever think about using laughter to help? I did in this case. As I went through my morning routine, and realized I was feeling a little anxious, I continued dressing and preparing to leave for the appointment. I thought about how funny it was to feel stressed about a stress test. I laughed at myself a few times, and it actually helped me to feel calmer. The next time you feel anxious about a medical appointment or something else, try to find something to laugh about. See if it helps. You may be surprised by the effect that laughing has in a moment when you feel anxious. Now for the third rant. It all happened in the parking garage at my dermatologist's office building. I had a little breakout and wanted to take extra steps to make sure everything cleared up with no scarring. I really thought I might even have eczema. Sometimes I still feel like a teenager with skin issues like acne. You think you'll grow out of these things, but it seems like as you age, skin stuff still happens. 
This was a short and sweet visit. I went in, I received the care needed, and I was back in my car in less than 30 minutes. I make my way to the exit to pay and see a sea of vehicles in two long lines. Now, it's nine o'clock in the morning. The scene doesn't make any sense. It's not like it's peach tree at morning rush hour. No, it's not that. And yet it looks like that. No one is moving. The exit bar isn't going up and down like it's supposed to. We're just sitting in our cars. Well, some of us are. Some people get out and walk to the front of the line to see what's happening. I want to know what's happening too. However, I decide to watch things play out from the car. After a few minutes, it's clear we're stuck. (laughs) We're stuck in this parking garage. Imagine taking an earlier appointment, thinking you'll be able to get in and get out and be on your way quickly to work or to start your day to do whatever it is you have to do. And you find yourself held captive in a parking garage. (laughs) It was crazy. I can see people getting frustrated, talking on phones, clearly telling those on the other end about the situation. I know people are late for work, appointments, or other commitments. I get it. Being stuck in a parking garage isn't what I planned for the morning either. While all of this is happening, Other people continue to drive into the garage and weave their way around those of us who are trying to get out. It's truly funny to me. You can see their faces as they drive in and realize what's going on. It's like they want to back up and get out of it and not be part of this whole mess they see, but it's too late. The gate goes down behind each driver and all must keep moving ahead. I sit quietly, smile, and laugh because we can't go anywhere. Eventually, someone arrives, the gate goes up, and we all drive out on our way. And if you're wondering, there was no one to pay and no working machine to pay. So parking was free. It's time for Q&A. You know I will make up questions if I don't receive any during the month. I'll do it. (laughs) I will do it. And this is one of those months. So here we go. Why did you stop including the question of the month? And what's happening with the Whiskey Notes series? Great question. (laughs) Thank you for noticing that I stopped including the question of the month. It's been part of a couple of Laughing Matters end-of-the-month episodes, and it hasn't been lately. That means you're really paying attention, and I love that. I like to experiment with ideas for the podcast. Some work well, some don't. In this case, I didn't get much response from the question of the month from listeners, so I stopped. Instead, I tried it out on Instagram, and there was more interest there. I'm still growing with the podcast. It's a creative thing. It's a dynamic thing. I feel like I can change as I go, add things, take away things, keep things. In this case, I let the question of the month go. If you want it back, then you only need to let me know. Now, for the Whiskey Notes series, 
it's not gone. I just found myself producing more content for the series on Instagram. I didn't think it would go that way in the beginning. I was wrong. And here we are. There are eight episodes of Whiskey Notes on Instagram. You can go there and enjoy those episodes for now. And there's only one episode of Whiskey Notes on the podcast. That's episode number 46. But hey, it's not over. How many times have I said, this is a journey? It is. And there just might be a surprise coming soon. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Connect with me at laughterandlibations.com or on Instagram. Ask a question. If you don't, I'll make up my own. (laughs) Share an experience. Leave a comment or two. Subscribe to the podcast and rate the podcast wherever you're listening today. And finally, share it with someone you think will enjoy it and find it helpful. Until the next time, find what makes you laugh and joy will find you.